Welcome back to the Coach's Corner, everyone. As always, my name is Peter Sotrick, your career development and training manager. Today, we're going to do an off-the-wall topic, something that we may take for granted or think, no, that doesn't help with my development or that doesn't help me succeed, but in fact, it actually does. And that's the idea of spring cleaning. A lot of us are coming out of busy season. We have a little bit more time and energy on our hands. We're no longer working those 80-hour weeks. I thought this might be a helpful topic for all of us as we come out of that that days that might have been busy season where you're just so in the zone that you can't really focus on anything else. And now we're going to shift focus and talk about how you can set yourself up for success for the months ahead. Spring cleaning is not just something you do at your home. It's something you can do anywhere. Your car, your desk, your cubicle, your insert space here. Today, we're going to focus that conversation on the spring cleaning of your workspace. This could be either your home office, if you are working remotely, your desk at your local office, or if you have an office at your local office. That sounds redundant, but you know what I mean. And what we'll talk about are three specific benefits of why you should clean your workspace in the first place, and then how you should go about it. And within these areas, I hope to provide you with some tips and tricks. As always, I will include all of the references for today's episode on the episode's description if you are on a mobile device or in the Coach's Corner folder on the National Drive so you can check them out later. But first, let's start with why it's important to clean your workspace in the first place. There's three specific reasons why you should. It will increase your productivity, it will improve your mood, and leave a good impression. An organized office will help you be more efficient and productive. If you have a place for everything and everything in its place, you can easily grab things when you need them, put them back when you no longer do. And you won't waste any time fumbling around for things that might be important. But there's more to it than just that. A clean space is inspiring and it helps you to be your best. If you want to accomplish more in less time, this process is for you. So just keep thinking, the less clutter you have, means less distraction and more efficient work. Private and confidential information is handled appropriately. And productivity and creativity can be enhanced by opening the surroundings. For example, if you've got that big, big stack of papers just sitting on your desk that's blocking the nice view of a window, for us in Michigan, that's anytime we see sun, we want to take advantage of it. But if you have a similar situation where you have a stack of documents or things blocking your view from the outside world or your inside world, taking the time to clean those up and put them in the appropriate place, you can start to take advantage of those little moments where you can catch a passing glance of a nice sunny day or see some of your coworkers as they walk around the office. Now let's talk about improving your mood. When you love your office, it helps you love your job. Having that clean and well-organized office can be a real mood booster. Sure, we know going into this that it's gonna take a lot of time and effort to get it clean, but the rewards are well worth it in the end. And if you also think about it, your stress is reduced when the excessive stimuli or clutter is eliminated. So for example, take a look at the desk where you are right now. How much clutter on a scale of one to 10 would you say you have? If you're in the one to three range, you're probably doing okay. Could use a little sprucing up, but not too much. Four to six, you start to feel that stress build up a little bit. Seven to 10, you're like, Peter, I don't know what to do. I've got so many documents, I have no idea what to do with them. Don't worry, we'll get there. 
going through those documents, getting rid of what's unnecessary and keeping only what's necessary will help that stress level go down. And then finally, whether you're in a home office, a cubicle, or an office at your local office, keeping a clean office sends the right message to people you work with and for. It helps to demonstrate that you're trustworthy and you're capable of doing the job. If you have a messy office, that could send the wrong signals. It could make you seem less conscientious than you would otherwise. And especially as a client-facing business, if people notice that your office or heck, even your briefcase or backpack that you bring with is unorganized, they may feel you'll put the same amount of effort into their work as you would cleaning your space. These impressions, as we've learned through multiple episodes of The Coach's Corner, can be pretty difficult to shake. So we talked about the three specific reasons as to why you should clean your workspace. You can increase your productivity, improve your mood, and leave a good impression with your colleagues, clients, family members, and so on. But now how do you go about doing it? The first thing you want to do is pick a date when you're going to do it. Make that commitment to yourself by scheduling an organizing session into your own calendar. It's not going to happen because you want it to happen. If you're looking at your calendar for the next week or two weeks and you're saying, Peter, I have no space to fit this in, try squeezing in a time when the week is winding down on a Friday afternoon, for example. If you notice that all of your meetings tend to wrap up around three or four o'clock on that Friday afternoon, take that hour just to do a little here and there, and you'll be shocked at how much you can complete within a given month. And depending on your office's restrictions at the time of this recording around COVID, See if you could come into the office on the weekend and make an afternoon of it. Again, schedule it in your calendar and make it happen. If you're using a home office, try to set a kitchen timer to keep you focused on cleaning. Because what'll happen is you'll be cleaning, cleaning, and then you'll realize, oh, I need to do this other thing and it'll take you completely away from it. We'll talk about that later. Another thing that Laura Stack, the Productivity Pro recommends is turning off any sort of email notifications, work offline, Do whatever you can to make yourself invisible to the outside world so this cleaning task gets accomplished. Now, this next tip is going to be scary, but I'll explain what it means, and that is to trap yourself. We just talked about email notifications. Those are huge distractions. Distractions are everywhere, so do whatever you can to block them out. When you're cleaning your home office, for example, it's easy to let the organizing session spill into other rooms of the house. As I mentioned, you're cleaning your office, you realize, hey, the laundry room is a complete pigsty. I need to fix that. Or, hey, I have this sweater sitting on my chair that needs to go into the laundry. So you start doing the laundry. The next thing you know, it's six hours later and you're like, I never completed cleaning my office. So try throwing anything that needs to be integrated into the rest of your home into a designated area or box. Don't do anything with that box until you're done cleaning your workspace. The same thing will go with a traditional office. You have that stack of papers and you're like, man, 70% of these I can shred. So what you do is you take that 70% and you immediately go to the shredder. What we recommend instead is putting that pile aside when you are done cleaning your office, taking that stack of documents to the shredder and then completing the shredding. Over the past year or heck, even the past busy season, you've probably accumulated a lot of things in and around your cubicle that you don't really need. For example, if you are a coffee fanatic like myself, you might have a stack of coffee cups somewhere, or you might have a series of mugs laid around your desk. Do you really need five or six mugs when one will do? Take those four or five that you don't use, bring them home and just keep the one at your desk. 
This should also apply to any office supplies, pens, pencils. Make sure they are fully inked, fully sharpened, whatever you need to do. Clean out the ones that have outlived their life expectancy. The next tip is to organize those drawers. I'm guilty of this where I have a document and I'm like, I have no idea what to do with this now, so I'm just gonna file it into my filing cabinet. And before you know it, it gets so heavy that it takes the world's strongest man to open my filing cabinet. That is an area that definitely needs some attention because they just become collectors of papers, photos, trash, candy wrappers, toys, trinkets, who knows? It's like your, it's like the junk drawer that you have at your home. What we recommend doing is taking a look at that filing cabinet, throwing out or shredding anything that is clearly outdated or unnecessary, those old candy wrappers, the draft documents of financials or presentations that you put together. But if you can't part with them just yet because you feel that they're important, make a special box for them so you have them somewhere. Put them under your desk or if your office has a storage area that you could take advantage of, put your name and the date or whatever they're corresponding to so that way, should you need it, you can go back and access it quickly. This next one is especially important given COVID-19 at the time of this recording and how wild it's going is to actually clean your desk. Sure, we all have janitorial staffs that come through and vacuum the spaces, but there's gonna be those little nooks and crannies that can be easy to miss, especially on our desk surfaces. We recommend taking any sort of cleaning spray you have around your office, spraying the top of your desk once it's clean of all the clutter and everything else, making giving that a nice scrub down, getting rid of all those coffee stains or water stains that may have been left on your desk and making sure that area is nice, clean, and sanitized. The next area to focus on is gonna be your computer, keyboard, and your mouse. I'm sure you know it by now, there's plenty of crumbs that find their way down in those little crevices in your keyboard. So what we recommend you do is taking a can of compressed air, if you have it, or if you need to go out to the local office supply store and buy one, just taking that compressed air, spraying all those crumbs out of your keyboard into the trash can so you're working with a nice, clean keyboard once it's sanitized, of course. Same thing goes with your mouse. If it's wireless, you know, turn it off, spray it down, give it a wipe, turn it back on, you got a sanitized mouse. Finally, your computer screen should also be sanitized as well. So if you take that sanitizing spray, something that won't damage your screens, just do a quick spray, do a quick pat down, make the time to dust, make the time to sanitize, make the time to create a livable and sanitized space as much as you can. Once you clean your desk, you may take this opportunity to spruce your desk right back up, adding photos. If you're allowed to have plants in your area, recommend doing that. Looking at mine, it's a whole bunch of office supplies and wires. So there's th some things I can do here, but your desk is a reflection of your personality. So if you are very min minimalistic, you can keep it that way. If you like to have photos of family and friends, you can put those around your area but don't let them crowd your workspace like all that clutter did before. And then the last thing we recommend you doing is a digital declutter. It's the same principle as cleaning all the clutter around your desk, but now this goes into your emails, your working files, your documents that you never finished, the drafts that you never sent out. Taking the time to recognize, hey, I don't need this document anymore and getting rid of it, or if you have a purpose for it, you could create a separate folder on your desktop that says 2020 or busy season 2020, 2021, putting all those necessary documents inside that file and keeping it on your H drive, the one that's stored with UHY, not the one on your computer, because as we know, because as we know, accidents happen to computers. So you may spill water on your computer 
there goes all that backup. So if you back it up to your own network drive, you'll have it there in case you need it. Now, if you're looking at your emails and you're like, I have no idea where to start to clean up all this. I, I know there might be that one email I need. What you can do is use your online archive, create a folder in there just titled 2020 or whenever you're listening to this, the year that you would like to save and dump all those emails in there. Then you'll have a backup of all those emails. You can go to your archive, you can search it. It's always going to be there for you. So you never have to worry about losing an important email that you may have just archived by mistake. So again, just to recap all those tips that we touched on, making a date to clean your workspace, both physical and digital, trapping yourself by eliminating distractions, just getting straight rid of junk that you know you no longer need, organizing your drawers, however many you have, clearing your workspace of all that unnecessary clutter, cleaning and sanitizing all surfaces because of the presence of COVID-19 or other airborne or surface-borne illnesses, sprucing it up by adding your own personal flair to your workspace, and taking the time to digitally declutter your computer are all things you can do to effectively have a successful spring cleaning. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Coach's Corner. We hope that you find some tips and tricks you can implement in your own space to have a successful spring cleaning, make your workspace the one you want it to be moving forward, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you.